It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Recorded live. Hello. Hi, Dwan. Hey. How are you doing? I'm okay. Good. How are you? I'm okay. okay. I am um in the car on my okay. way um, home from the gym. But um from here in that number that I gave you, uh huh. That that's the number you're always going to dial in at. And the same okay. way that oh, that's my alarm reminded me about you. The same way. Um, you dial in today. You'll you'll dial in every time. Okay. So I just I was I was I didn't mean to be like Quincy. I I was still driving home and I was like trying to like look through my emails. I was like, oh my god, I don't want her to get off the phone. <laughs> no, I I knew I didn't send it yet. I okay. knew I wouldn't send it until um right before the call. Okay. Um. So did you think more about the character you want to start with? I did. I did. Mm-hmm. I thought about mm-hmm. her, and I actually started to write. I wrote it like an introductory quote, like an introductory um, um, 
page started to. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did think a lot about her and the type of person that I would like her to be. Um, Which is? Um, very kind of charismatic, very happy, lucky, mm-hmm. happy-go-lucky, um, just a genuine good personality, but at mm-hmm. the same time, a little naive as to where it helps her, like, to start to develop. Like, she always has, like, this great positive outlook on life, but she Mm -hmm. doesn't necessarily always see the dangers around her or um, how certain situations might not be more beneficial to her, but she just is always thinking the best of everything but not thinking of the worst side of it. Why? What? What? what, How? How is she Um, that type of? Or why is she that type of girl? I feel like that's kind of how I was initially. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like I was kind of always taught that just have like a very positive outlook on things and always think the best and see the best and expect the best. But it helped me to. It, it caused me to build a lot of unrealistic expectations of okay. people so this and myself. Based on how, this is based on how, um, if you want to say, you or the character were, was raised. This is what yes. was imparted into them. Okay. Yes. yes. All right. All right. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. And um, I see her... Um, wanting to evolve and um, become something other than what the ideas of others are about her or this world they're trying to paint around her. What are the ideas of others around her or others about her? Like more as to what is the perfect suitable life. Like you should go to school, then get married, then have children, and then Mm -hmm. just kind of be happy within that role. Not necessarily that your personal goals matter as much. This is what other the people around her think about her? This is what they think about her? Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe I I did misunderstood you. I thought you were asking, like, what – kind of like what was the world they were trying to paint around her. So Okay. Um, I feel like they look at her as almost like she's like this little princess, kind of like this delicate doll that um, almost like the baby of the family in a way. Um, Is she, she sheltered? Yes. Okay. So she's sheltered from what, like um, – Outside influences, different cultures? Yeah. Okay. Shelter from more outside influences. Um, okay. Not really as much allowed to be, um, not social scene. She's very constricted to, like, the role, the ideals of her family. Kind of okay. like everything is just, everything is just kind of like black and white and routine. We go to work. They go to church. They go home. And that's it. Like, there's no life outside of that. 
how does she I, feel about that? She feels limited mm-hmm. because she feels that there's more to life than just the basic things. She mm-hmm. wants to go out and explore mm-hmm. and kind of create her own life versus the life that others want to create for her. Are there hidden family secrets from her? Yes. Okay. All right. And what is it that she wants to do different? What exactly does she does she want to do different than what, you know, she's seen, the whole get up, go to work, you know, type of deal? She wants to travel mm-hmm. and see different places and kind of figure out who she is mm-hmm. versus just being stuck to her small town. Okay. So she doesn't want to be told who she is. She, she wants is. to yes. explore and know who she yes. is. Okay. All right. I understand that. Okay. And how, does she have a plan as to how to do that? And if so, when does she start this plan? Her plan is to start this as soon as she's out of high school. She wants to take time out to travel and go different places, um, study different things, just kind of live life and figure out what it is exactly that she wants to do because she really doesn't know. She doesn't really have a plan. Okay. All right. So she plans to travel immediately after high school so that she can go and find herself. And where's the first place she wants to go and why? The first place she wants to go is to visit her grandmother. Which, I mean, where is she? Where's her grandma? Um, Florida. Okay. So grandmother's in Florida. And she wants yes. to go visit her grandmother. How, when's the last time she saw her grandmother? Or rather, why is um, it so important to her? Well, it's important for her because she feels like her grandmother has may have some of the answers to the questions that she has. Mm-hmm. Um, she feels like her um, her grandmother, like where her grandmother is, is kind of it's a more relaxed place. The environment is a little more relaxed. There's more space to have conversation than she can have, particularly with her parents. Um, she also feels like um, she admires her grandmother. Mm-hmm. And there's uh, questions that she wants to ask her. Okay. So she has more freedom to talk to grandma than she does to mom and dad or? Yes. Okay. All right. And what is it that she wants to ask grandma that she knows her mom and dad won't answer? She has questions about she has questions. She has questions about um her her actual paternity. Her paternity? 
Yes, which is okay. the family secret. Um, it's it's been suggested that it could be somebody else, but um, her her grandparents know her grandmother knows the truth, mm-hmm. but at the same time, doesn't really feel like it's her place to say anything. Mm-hmm. But the daughter kind of feels like it's important for her to find out, you know, because she feels like it's a part of her missing. Like, how mm-hmm. can I figure out who I am if I really don't know who I am? Mm-hmm. What if and, there's more to me than that? Right. Okay, so she's going all the way to Florida. So the first thing she's going to address is her identity. She's going to secure her yes. identity the moment she graduates from high school. And she's um, going to go pay this. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if I want her to find out the answer that fast. Because I don't mm-hmm. believe the grandma will tell her. I no. think that no. I think okay. that the grandmother is going to um try to make her focus on um let me see. I think her grandmother will try to make her focus more on just more of herself and less of the details, if that makes sense. Like mm-hmm. It kind of doesn't matter what the per se truth is, but the truth is you've had a good life and you have mm-hmm. parents who love you and you have a family that supports you. That should be enough. Her grandmother is going to try to get her to settle and be comfortable that what she had is enough if she doesn't need more. Why doesn't her grandma or anybody want her to ask these questions or find out the truth? I feel like the reason why they don't want her to know the truth is because it could possibly bring a shame to their family and make them have to address um, address or deal with kind of those deep hidden things that they've just kind of pushed to the side. Okay. All right. So this young lady who's been sheltered, who's the baby of the family, she's leaving um, high school. She's embarking on a journey to figure out or solidify her identity and doing Mm -hmm. so, whether it be that she is or isn't, you know, doing so is just going to take everything from underneath the rug. That's the case. Yeah. But so you know what? I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. No, I was thinking maybe the grandmother could be the second stop. Okay. She can be. Because, yes. Yeah. The grandma could be second, and maybe an aunt can be first. That's kind of more outspoken and mm-hmm. more wild and, you know, mm-hmm. kind of the outcasted one, and that's how she finds mm-hmm. out that there is a secret to her possible paternity, yes, to who she is, and then she okay. goes to her grandmother to look for an answer. Okay, so this is what I'm going to suggest. 
everybody has to have a chance to tell their side of the story. So the, okay. the, the daughter is going to tell her side of the story. And we mm-hmm. kind of got to make grandma look a little bad, you know, mm-hmm. like her response mm-hmm. has to be loving, but it has to be bad. And then grandma gets to tell her side of the story. Mm-hmm. And then when grandma tells her side of the story, we got to throw something in there to kind of make mama look a little bad. And then mama has the final say so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So what's going to happen? How, how, let's put it this way. If she, if her father is her father, how is this daughter going to react? If her father, if the father she believes she was a father, she believes was her father is not, how is she going to react? Like either way, how is she going to react? I believe that she will be devastated mm-hmm. only because because of the ideas of her family, they have instilled, like, honesty is everything, integrity is everything, trust mm-hmm. is everything, and she's going to feel like everything that they told her was a lie. So if if that's not her dad, her whole world as she knew it is going to crumble. It's going to crumble. Okay, and if it crumbles, what does she have to go through before she can build it back up? I believe that before she's able to build it back up, I think it's going to just send her on a spiral. I feel like she will exile herself from her family, and Mm. she will just kind of go in a way of trying to make her own way through life, not talking about them, saying she doesn't have any family, um, just trying to pick up the pieces and masking. I think she'll start to mask everything, and she'll start to hide and Mm -hmm. become kind of this hard-shelled person Mm -hmm. just because not only that who she was made to believe she was is not true. But mm-hmm. now it's like she has to deal with that hurt, that embarrassment, that feeling of everybody knew but me type mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. And um, why didn't anybody care enough to tell me type thing. Mm-hmm. And she's just, at that point, at 18, she's not going to be able to handle it. So she's mm. going to look for love and acceptance anywhere else she can get it, but not home. Okay. Because that home, that life no longer exists to her. Okay. Um, so what is the verdict? You know ahead of time, what is the verdict? I don't know yet. <laughs> I'm okay. thinking. Oh, about the dad. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking that I'm thinking that the dad is absolutely just not going to be her dad, and they're going to yeah. try to get her to to spin it like it just doesn't matter. Like, why does it matter so much to you? Like, I've always been your dad. Why does it matter who mm. this person is? Okay. Does the mom know who the father of the daughter is? Yes. Everybody okay. knows, but the mom. And- why I mean, everybody knows but the girl. But the daughter. Why yeah. Why doesn't 
why is everybody trying to hide this truth from her? In other words, I get they want to protect the family name, but yeah. to estrange a daughter from a father, it's either usually the father is no good for her or the mother is intentionally causing a wedge between the two. So is there something wrong with the dad? Is he unsuitable? It's because the dad is in a close relation to the other dad. Oh, okay. Are they friends? They're related. They're related. Okay, so this is an awesome story. Everybody's going to eat this up. But here's the thing. As we go through everything, I'm going to have to know which part is real. If any of this is real, you're going to have to tell me. So okay, I'm going to tell you. So this this is a real actual story. So I'll tell you my story because mm. I don't think nobody really, nobody outside of my family knows this story. Well, so, this story that you're about to tell me right now, this is yes. what you want to put in the book? No, this is kind of what I'm basing her turmoil about. Okay. All right, I don't, and, and I'm going to try to clean it and spin it in a way that, you know, there will be some people who understand this thing that this mm-hmm. girl is going through, but there will be other people this will be total drama to them because nobody will ever equate this to me personally. Mm-hmm. But um, as as I grew up, as I was younger, I always heard, like, like my brother, people will make comments like, uh, uh, you know, that's not your dad, and you know, we don't all have the same dad. You have a different dad. And I'm like, what do you, why do you keep saying that? That sounds so stupid. You know, like, mm-hmm. we all have the same dad. Like, our parents been together since they were teenagers, all this story. And then as I started getting older, you know, I would hear, like, my aunts or my uncles would make comments, like, you know, your uncle was really your dad. It was like a joke. And I was like, that's not even mm-hmm. funny. Like, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. So then when my uncle had children, had his first child, I was like, oh, my God, this little boy looks exactly like me down to this little line we both have across our nose. None of my mm-hmm. brothers have that, but he does. And it mm-hmm. was like, oh, that's just your cousin. But this particular uncle was always my favorite uncle. Like, he mm-hmm. did everything for me. He would take me to get my hair done. I always had a bedroom in all of his houses. Like, anywhere he stayed, I had everything. I could drive his Mm -hmm. cars. He would give me money. And then I was probably, like, um, it was, like, my grandmother's birthday party, probably maybe six years ago, maybe. And we were Mm -hmm. in Florida at her house at her party. And my uncle took me in the room. He's like, I want to talk to you. And I was like, talk to me about what? Mm -hmm. And he was like, I just want to let you know that I'm really your dad. Wow. And I was like, I said, what? Just like that, huh? Yeah, just like that. And I was like, mm-hmm. what? Like, you're my dad. Like, I I was like, you're drunk. <laughs> this, this is crazy. And then he started explaining to me what happened. You know, we were younger, you know, because he's younger than my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, he was like, your mom and I had an affair, and um, your mom got pregnant after she had your brother. And it was you. And there was this family meeting or conversation about mm-hmm. 
how you were going to be raised. If you were going to be raised with your brother or you were going to be told this at some point. And mm-hmm. it was decided that you would be raised with him as your brother. And I was like, this is such a joke. <laughs> he was like, seriously, he was like, my ex-wife who I know, like, you know, she knew. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, growing up, I always kept you really close to me. And, you know, your dad would talk to me about you and ask about advice or different things, what I would think about with you and uh, and I'm I'm on a call. Please get out. And what what uh, what you would what I would do mm-hmm. um, as far as um, if you know when you start dating age, different things like that, and mm-hmm. um, how. Um, how, you know, different things about raising you, and that's why you always had a room in my house, and I always bought you things and did everything for you. I just stayed at a, at a distance, but that's why I've always been so close to you. And I was like, uh, I'm going to tell my dad. And he was like, why do you want to bring this up? It's such an old wound. You need to let it go. And I said, well, you felt bold enough to bring it to my attention. Right. I feel like mm-hmm. I should have a right to address it. I was like, but I'm going to mm-hmm. ask my parents. And he was like, I think you should just let it go. And just, he said, but I just need the peace of mind to tell you because I felt like you had a right to know the truth. And so I kind of walked away from it. And on my way back, I told my dad. And my dad was just like, I wish he would have said that in front of me. And I was like, what do you mm-hmm. mean? Like, it was like, you know, when you were born, there were questions about your paternity. But your mom said that you were my child, and that's just what I went with. So then I went, got home, and asked my grandfather. Called my mm-hmm. grandfather, and I was like, Grandpa, you know, I just have a question. I went through the whole story, and he was like, he just kind of didn't say anything. And then he was like, when you were born, we asked your mother who your dad was. She said it was how old your dad, and that's just who it is. And I was mm-hmm. like, what? So then I asked my uncle, and they were like, leave it alone. Why do you want to talk about this? Then one of my mm-hmm. aunts was like, no, that's the truth. Your brother said something about it, and he got a whooping when he was little because of it. And then my brother's like, yeah, we all know, but I got in trouble for it when I was younger, so I'm not, you know, I'm not gonna, I wouldn't say it again. But mm-hmm. that's just what it is. So then I asked my mom. And my mother said, he's a liar. That's not true. That never happened. That's ridiculous. And I'm like, so everybody is saying something different. I was like, so how about if I just get up strongly because then I can just find out the truth for myself. And everybody's like, why do you want to do that? That doesn't make any sense. What are you going to gain from that? What, what is it mm-hmm. going to change? You had a dad, you had a mom who loved you, raised you, did everything for you. What is knowing going to change? And I said, because I feel like everybody has a right to know the truth. Mm-hmm. It's not going to change anything because I had an amazing dad. Like, even if you're really him, it's not like I would just call you dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> like, you mm-hmm. were not my dad. So in mm-hmm. that instance, it's not going to change anything 
but it changes everything. Okay. So yeah, right. that's the that's that's the heart of what I'm writing because I feel like that particular thing it it leaves something in you where you're always trying to figure something out. Like okay, that kind of dynamic of it. Okay, so you're gonna include this part as her story. Yes, but just oh. trying to twist it just a little bit. Only because I don't really want to hurt my mom. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm like, I need to know yeah. what part is real so we can kind of, yeah. you know, change that up. And right. did you come up with a name for the character? It can't be twice. I, no, 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 no. <laughs> I thought about calling her Chance. Oh, that's pretty. And only because I felt like I wanted, when I thought about it, when we started talking about uh, the books and how and how to write them and how we will write them in a, in a series, I thought about as expressing the main character as I try to think of her name as something that she was looking for or something mm-hmm. that she wanted to have. And then mm-hmm. so I came up with um, Chance um, because it's kind of like when you have this idea of what you want to do, but you have everybody else trying to control everything, you're like, just give me a chance to figure this out. Give me mm-hmm. a chance to find out what I want to do. Give me a chance to make my own mistakes. Like, I, I mm-hmm. appreciate your guidance. I appreciate your suggestion, but let me live. Like, let me try. Mm-hmm. And I feel like, um, like when I was writing, um, when I started writing the story, um, the first uh, thoughts, the first thoughts that came to my mind when I started to write the story was, um, what's in a name? And I started to write about how she got her name and, um, how names have meanings and how people look and search for chances, how people look and search for things. So that's kind of mm-hmm. how she became about. And so that's kind of where, and not only did I pick something weird is because, like, Tawain is not a common name either. Mm-mm, so it's kind no. of like, yeah, it kind of brings up a conversation like, how did you get that name? What does mm-hmm. that name mean? Who gave you that name? So I mm-hmm. tried to mirror her a little off of me, like some of the challenges I had will be her challenges, except mm-hmm. maybe her story is going to turn out a little differently than mine did. Okay, gotcha. Well, that, that's cool. Um, all right. So, But I think maybe wow. instead of me, I don't know, I because I think it's going to be a great story, but I just, I'm trying to figure out a way to like, I don't know. I think I just try to consider my family. <laughs> and, like, I don't want to, like, hurt my parents. <laughs> well, here, so, here's the thing. It's weird. But somebody has to be a part of the story. It's my story. Like, right. And I don't feel like I should have to be, like, not able to say anything because of other people either. Well, I'll say this. Um, 
people always forget, uh, and you know, not just addressing you know your family as people or anything like that, uh-huh. but they have a tendency to forget that when they do things, they're going to be a part of your testimony. And I, you know, I, I think I may have already said this to you. Yeah. So the best thing to do is to sit down and have a talk, you know, about what you're doing and how you're doing it. And just mm-hmm. let them know there are going to be bits and pieces in there that are absolutely true, and there are going to be bits and pieces that are solely my perception of things, not to say that it was the right way or the wrong way. And then, um, you know, um, excuse me, when you look at everything, I'm going to cover it up with different names and this, that, and the other, but I just want you to know exactly what it is that I'm doing. Uh-huh. And some people are going to like it, and some people are going to be like, I hate this idea. But either way, right. you've given them the courtesy of knowing. And when they read it, you know, they probably won't feel so bad. And and so when you write it, um, keep me posted when you actually write if you feel mm-hmm. like, Dad, you know, I don't want to throw anybody out there in this manner, hit me up, and we can go over it to kind of word it the right way because, you know, all the stories that I, that I write are inspirational and they're true-to-life stories. And it's mm-hmm. always how am I going to word this so that I don't offend, you know, I don't want to have this great success and then have some folks cut me off, which some might, but for the, those right. who matter the most, like your mom and things of that nature, you know? Yeah. So, um, okay. Um, so I kind of just don't know where to start. <laughs> like, I, okay. I thought about how, like, a beginning, and I started just to talk about try to build her, like, so people can understand her. But it, it, I feel like in the same way, like, she doesn't even understand herself. So it's kind of hard to explain a character who's still evolving in a way. Yeah, and she's yeah, she's gonna evolve um, as you continue to write her in the script. You, you'll mm-hmm. add in things that make her evolve. You can do it one of two ways. You can come out with the climax of the story, which is when the, you know the dad, the biological father, says, "Sit down. I want to talk mm-hmm. to you." You're my mm-hmm. um, child. Or mm-hmm. you can do it starting, you know, when I was a little girl type of thing and bring everybody from little girl and keep this uncle who, who you know, always gave you a bedroom in mm-hmm. every one of his homes and the things of that nature. And people are like, ooh, is that the dad? And then when they get there, I know it. I know he will right. be Or you can keep it where it's like, oh, my God. Oh, she's starting off. Well, what happened? Oh, my God, that's what happened. It depends on what reaction. So do you want the, oh, my God, what happened reaction? Or do you want the, I knew it, I knew he was the father type of reaction? I want the, I knew it. I want people to think. Like, I kind of want it to be like, Keep looking, keep looking, like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, is it him, is it him, is it him, is it him, um, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So then you're going to start from when you were a little girl and what it was like growing up in your home 
And then eventually mm-hmm. you'll talk about your favorite uncle who always mm-hmm. took you to get, you know, your hair done and things of that nature. And you'll talk about different experiences. Now we'll have mm-hmm. to either make some up or we'll have okay. to, um, you know, bring in some real ones. But what you want to express is the difference between the world she lived in versus the world that she was exposed to. Because, you know, it's like keeping your kids from listening to rap music, and then when they get to school, somebody has a Walkman, and they're listening mm-hmm. to Biggie, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it, mm-hmm. You, can, you can constantly show the different changes and challenges, um, you know, that she had, or maybe she tried to balance being a good girl, you know, for mom and dad, but in school she was a horror. You yeah. talk about that. Yeah. Um, just different things. You talk about different fights and, you know, grades and perceptions. you got to bring everybody up and bring in all kinds of different experiences. And like I said, if you need my help in, in um, editing, I do that too. And okay. we can um, definitely talk about that. But just go back as far as you can remember. And sometimes mm-hmm. you've got to ask God to bring certain things to your remembrance. Mm-hmm. But go back as far as you can remember and just start thinking of what it was like growing up in my house, in, in your house. You can start with a song, like maybe, um, like my mom growing up, you heard Freddie Jackson, you heard Melissa Morgan, you heard Donny Hathaway, Stevie Wonder, um, Luther Vandross, um, mm-hmm. all of them types. Not really gospel Mm-hmm. until a little later. Um, but um, um, you could start off with the, the lyrics of a song. Um, okay. You know, Gwen Guthrie and, you know, um, I don't know, Loose End. I don't know. You can right. go back as right. far as you need to go. Right. And you could start off with um, your mother's favorite song that she would play when she was um, cooking or cleaning or baking. I don't know, but you can start with something that was a constant, um, right? A constant thing that always happened. But yeah. there is also a challenge in in my mm. childhood because when mm. I was younger, I was molested mm-hmm. by um, and my parents. Like everybody knows this part, but, but um, I was molested by my dad's younger brother when I was a, when I was a kid. Not the same, your, per, not him, but a different your, one of his your biological or the one you, your dad, dad, your biological or your dad, dad. Like, well, my we biological. Okay, so my biological dad and my dad, dad are brothers. Anyway, so oh, this they are is, brothers. they're all they're brothers. Real life yeah, brothers. they're bro- real life brothers. Real life okay. brothers. All like right. my dad is the second out of seven. And the person that they're saying that is like my dad, dad, he's like the seventh of seven. He's the youngest. Seven. He's the youngest. Yes. Okay. He is the youngest. And okay. but the one who I was molested by is above him. It's a okay. different uncle. So. So are you putting that in the book? Um. I haven't really decided. I mean, I don't honestly have a problem talking about it. Like, my parents did not find out until I was in, like, sixth grade. And this Mm -hmm. happened when I was, like, the first time I remember I had to be 
about three or four. And the only reason I remember that is because, like, I asked my mom, like, where we live, because I remember a place where it happened. And I asked my mom, like, how old were we when we lived here or at when I was at this house? And she's like, how do you even remember that? You were, like, this age. And I was like, oh, okay. And I kind of moved on from it. But it stopped probably when I was around seven years old. And then okay. I told them when I was in, like, sixth grade. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what brought on the whole shelter for me. Like, after that, mm-hmm. like, they mm-hmm. kind of, like, shut my world down. It was like, no. Mm-hmm. But, and if you want. <laughs> that changed everything. Right. If you want, you could start the book with that. It's up to you. And because you what How, you like, one do, event changed your life. Right. And then you, you tell them about this one event. And then you, it explains why they sheltered you immediately. You know, the people will, the readers will get that. And then what right. will happen is as time goes on, um, they'll start to see the harm uh, that was done in the sheltering, you know. Right. So if you want to open with that, you can. But like I said, you know, you just have to make sure that you talk to the people ahead of time. Right. Okay. And, and then, then I was, um, mm-hmm. oh, well, I was thinking about, I thought about the dad. I was thinking, what if I change the, I'm trying to think, I, in my head I was thinking versus, instead of making it like a uncle dad type thing, mm-hmm. what if, what if it was like, what if her mom wasn't her mom and the the person who was raised as her older brother actually ended up being her dad, where her mom was actually her aunt? Okay, I understand what you're saying. Um, you can so do it kind of changes it a little bit, so it's mm-hmm. not like directly like me situation per se, mm-hmm. but... It's kind of like I get you. It it changes everything up in this way. Um, you can be a little protective. Yeah. You know, um, for those who know, they're gonna know what's good. Yeah. But, yeah. And that's okay because those who know probably are those who were close enough to be, you know, involved in the situation or witness right. the situation. Right. So. You know, that's all well and good. Um, now, for um, when it comes to hard things like, oh, you know, where, where's the 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 guy? The, the, the whole guy? Bro, the, the brother of your uh, father. Where's Which the brother? Uh, well, he is, he's related to both of them, right? Uh, yeah, they're both his brothers. Yeah, so where is he? Oh, well, the one who says he's like my dad, dad, he lives in Florida where my grandmother lives. Okay, no, not not your dad, the guy who molested you. He's the younger, he's oh, the brother of them, yeah. right? Yeah. Where is he? he? He lives in New Jersey. Okay. I haven't seen him since I was like, uh, I don't know. I was probably like 21. I haven't seen him in like 15 years. They have seen him. I personally have not seen him. Like I have not mm-hmm. had any contact with him 
Um, mm-hmm. I thought, like, when we went to, well, my dad went to court and everything like that, and then he, like, wrote me a letter probably when I was, like, 17 or 18, just, like, really apologizing to me and asking me for forgiveness and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I think I saw him, like, one time after he got out of jail because he went to jail for five years for that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So there was, like, a whole trial and everything. He went to jail until I was, like, 18, and then there was, like, a restraining order and stuff. So he wasn't okay. really allowed to, like, be around me. But, you know, mm-hmm. now I'm an adult, but I still don't have any contact with him. Okay. I understand. Yeah. So, um... I don't know how you, you said you don't have a hard time talking about it, and that's good. Oh, not at all. But, you know, you may get a request. You know, do you have to put that in the book? Can you please not talk about that? Right. All I'm going to say is that when it comes to that kind of stuff, remember your purpose. Right. Um, But this is all very good. It's going to be a big, big, big seller. Oh, man. <laughs> I don't know. I hope I can write that much. In my head, I'm sitting here like, how can I write that much? <laughs> you can. It's natural. It's very natural. It's going to be a very, very big seller. And then um, what will happen is um, I'll walk you through everything else that you need to know okay. as far as how to get yourself, you know, set up. Okay. How long do you think it's going to take for you to write it? Oh, be careful. Be careful. How I really long is it going to take for you to write it? I really want to push myself to do it within three months. I'm walking into the house. Okay. I, I want to try to push myself to do it within three months. Mm-hmm. I just don't know how many pages, like how much I should write for each part. How, no, don't worry about you know that I mean, because yeah. you're not going to really know until you decide your books. Uh, you're going to have to decide on your book size. Okay. And then you're also going to have to decide on your font. And once you mm-hmm. decide on your book size, you bet that's when you really break down the pages. Okay. And then there are some times where you have to start the next scene on the next page. So don't worry about any of that. All you have to do is write. Okay. That is it. Let those juices flow. That's it. Okay. But if you plan to be done in three months, we have to start your social media presence now. Right now. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, um, do you know the title of the book? Are you set on the title? I'm not. Um, okay. I'm not kind of set on the title. I don't, I, I mean, I thought about just calling it Chance, but I don't really know. I don't know. That would be nice. You call it Chance and think of two other words, like, you know, that are one syllable but says everything in the name for the mom and the grandmom. Like maybe one is chance and one and one is desire and one is, you know, uh, uh, something else, you know, just different right. things you can do of right. that nature. Um, this phone better not cut off. One second. Okay. okay. So you can, um, 
do all of that, and then oh, I forgot to get a hot water. Lord have mercy. So you can do all of that, but what we do need to, we got the character established. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, is she timid at all, or is she a tell like a like a T.I. is? She's a tell it like a T.I. is. Okay. Okay, that's good to know. So yeah. what we need to do now is you got to, I don't care if you go log into Instagram and start uh, author Tawayan Rhodes, mm-hmm. you know, Instagram page or an author T. Rhodes Instagram page. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a very good name. I could see it on the front of the book, T. Period Rose. Like either way, it's just a very yeah. good name. And then you want to do the same for Facebook, and to to really get a hold on things, just set up the Instagram. And then what you okay. do is, um, you want to use certain backgrounds, and you want to put quotes that mean something to you, whether it be quotes from other people, and by all mm-hmm. means, you know, you put them up there and you give them their credit, or they may be. Things that you think of, and you know what? Hey, that's wise. Let me write that down. Use your okay. um, notepad on your phone. Write those things down, mm-hmm. and then you post them. Um, I'm going to give you a website. It's called creativemarket.com. Okay. Creative Market is a place where they do all your graphics for you. They have all types of kits. You will need, uh, uh, for some, for most of them, you will need Adobe Photoshop. Adobe Photoshop is very easy to use. Don't let it, you know, fool you if you haven't um, okay. used it. And I can walk you through it if, if need be. So that will be extra time. But you can rent Adobe Photoshop for, 90, for uh, $9.99 a month, or you can just do the seven-day free trial. Mm-hmm. Or um, you can buy it outright, you know, for the two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars. I rent mine, okay. Okay. and um, it works. If you look at my Instagram page, you'll see a lot of different graphics. I got all my stuff from Creative Market, most of it anyway, and I set it up the way I, you know, that expresses the heart of Zynga. But you want to do the same. You want to make sure you get your background, and that's professional. And this is why I'm saying this. You don't want to look homemade. If you look homemade, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to be honest, then you're going to attract a certain type of group of people. And I'm all okay. for starting with what you have, where you have, or, you know, but you want to make it excellent as best as possible right. because right. you can't have a homemade-looking presence and then want to go on the TV Jake show or the Oprah Winfrey Super Soul Sunday or, you know, um, the Dr. Oz show. You have to have a certain presence in order to, um, be honest, to get the other folk that ain't black. Right, right. Understand because this story is for everybody, and you don't mm-hmm. want it to look like it's just for us. So, when you go to Creative Market, it don't have to be right now. Whenever you can, just type in. Um, um, uh, Lord have mercy, I'm gonna have to give you the name to type in, so this way you don't have to go searching. Uh-huh. 
and you want to start putting whatever quotes you like um, or whatever wise sayings you have, you want to start putting them on there. And I'm going to send you a set of hashtags to use because you want to hashtag the crap out of them mm-hmm. uh, in order to bring people um, into your circumference that's not usually there. But you want to build that that social media following immediately because that's where your money is outside of your friends and family. Because your friends and family, they may buy, and I said may. They may buy in the beginning. But, honey, once they're done, it's like, okay, now what? Right. You know? So, um, and then we'll we'll talk further about what to do with that. So Mm -hmm. what I'm going to do once we get off the phone um, I'm going to hop in the shower, uh-huh. get myself together, and then I'm going to go on Creative Market, and I'm going to send you a link. I'll send you okay. a link where you can look at everything. And okay. I ask this of everybody because I do have some clients where they just copy what I do. I don't have a problem with that at all. But uh-huh. what I do say is don't just don't do what I do to the T because we're right. local. Yeah, we're you know we we're um, we're both from Ocean County, and the last thing you want is for is for a word to be oh they just copying off of each other. No, we both have right. our own identities, and we're individuals. Right, right. But you know, just whatever Hawaiian, whatever Hawaiian flair there is, put that right. into it. Um, right. But that's for that's that's what I want you to do next. The when okay. we hang up the phone. You need to have an author, T. Rhodes, or an author, Hawaiian Rhodes, Instagram page. Right. Okay. That's what I'll do. And it's funny that you said that because I had been thinking that. I was like, what if I just use my name? Because, like, when I used to work in the hospitals, all the doctors used to call me Ty, T-A-I. And I was just like, what if I just was, like, author Ty Rhodes instead of, like, Hawaiian? Like, you could do that, too. I don't know that. I kept thinking, like, a way to shorten it up. Like, I'm going to do T or Thai or something short. Now that you said that, it's, like, so confirming. I was like, yeah, I was thinking that. And then I'm thinking for the title just because of this girl and, like, the whole obscurity of the book and the mysteries and things that are becoming coming Mm -hmm. out. Um, Mm -hmm. The title that I had before when I was thinking about using something else, what if I just called it Chasing the Mirage? You did say how things that. are not yeah how things are not always the way that they appear. That is awesome, and chance is chasing the mirage. I love everything. Yeah. You are you are so a writer, and once we get yeah. this process down, you remember this process because you're not gonna need you're not gonna need me. me, me. Ugh, you're not gonna need me after this. You just gotta know where to start and how to start. But after that, you're gonna take off. Because you really and I could be a little. Help. I could be your protege. <laughs> so I'm you can teach me how to that. be a coach and help people. I sure will, and help, and help people write. And I, I keep telling yeah. people. I said to God, I would love to build a network of women who need their stories told, but I yeah. can't do it. I can't do it all. Like I can't do it for everybody. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I'll be honest, you and Kim Wartman. Y'all are some natural-born writers, just mm-hmm. instant. You see it, you feel it, you capture it. Because yeah. there's certain things about this that you can't teach, and y'all mm-hmm. have it. So I'm thinking, God, I'm like, oh, listen to her. She is truly a writer. Everything yeah. that you say, the way you got it planned out, 
she's truly a writer. So um, this is perfect, and I'm really thankful to God for uh, the connection and being able to talk and discuss her a little okay. further. But um, yeah. so we're going to do the Instagram. You're going to decide on the tie rose or the tea rose, whatever you prefer, right. whatever you prefer. And then okay. um, we're going to start to build. Get a um, a nice, a clear picture that really shows your teeth, your pretty smile, mm-hmm. and use that as your Instagram so okay. that um, – you know, and and hopefully Oprah will make this into the next series. What's that? Look. This I'll, could be the green leaf. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen here. Okay. This, this is, look, they better know it. And Why they plan. Yes. We have to dream like that. And we have yeah. to believe like that. If we yeah. don't. Well, every then the world will continue to have the wealth. The wicked will continue to have the wealth. It's stored up for us. All we gotta do, we we got it. We got a better story than they do. They can't. Yeah. Reality TV can't do this. Can't do this because they they don't need a script for this. Exactly. <laughs> like erase your script. And then what you want to do is once this is done. We want to make sure oh, we have a, we just have, if you don't know what style clothing you want, you know, some people like straight legs and blazers and nice pumps. You know, some people like dress. I mean, personally, I always like a dress. I like a okay. cute dress. Uh, you know, we uh-huh. want to plan that. And then you want to make sure that you book yourself uh, for speaking engagements. So that will come down the line. In the meantime, okay. start up that Instagram, and I'm going to send you a link to Creative Market. If you don't hear from me, in the next 40 minutes, that means I forgot already. Okay. And I need you to send me a text to say, just say Nazinga Creative Market, and then I'll okay. send it to you. Okay. Okay. But, Got it. Um, let's see. Did you have any other? When's the next time you want to be able to get on? Um. Let's see. I mean, how does um, – how does your schedule generally work? Like, do you have days or times that are easier or not as busy for you? It depends because I have writing days, and okay. that really depends on what else I got to do during the week. So I block okay. the day where I'm writing for different clients, and you won't get okay. me on the phone until I actually clock myself out. But okay. um, other than that, I can move stuff, you know, around a little bit. Like okay. tomorrow, um, we can, you know, have a call. Saturday. Yeah, tomorrow's good. I know Saturday okay. we have a dinner Saturday night. So Saturday afternoon might be good for me. I know we have my um, sister, he's turning 16 tomorrow. So I know Saturday oh. night we're all going to dinner. We're supposed to be going okay. to this dinner on Saturday night. But Let's do it for Saturday. I'm going to be with Shaughnessy, and after that, I'm going to be. Pleased. Oh yeah, yeah. So let's, okay. Let's do it for tomorrow night at eight and nine. Okay. Is that okay still or no? Yeah, that's fine. That's good. Okay, excuse me. And then let's do it Sunday evening. Okay, that works. That's okay. What about a yeah. seven o'clock? Is that okay? Or you want to leave it for nine. eight to nine? Mm, seven. You want to leave for Sunday? Okay, so we're going to do a 7 p.m. We're going to do an 8 p.m. tomorrow, and then we're going to do a 7 p.m. on Sunday. And then we'll figure out what we're going to do the rest of the week, 
and okay. just think about where you want to start. Okay. When you think about the reaction you want from the people, you'll know where you want to start. So maybe it's, you know, it could be any point of entry, her finding mm-hmm. out, her being a little girl. It could be the actual, you know, sexual violation. And it could be right. any point of entry. You just figure out what right. reaction you want from the people, how you want to leave them suspended throughout the story, and right. we'll go from there. I'm thinking right. I might start with the shock factor of, like, I am your dad. And it's like, what three words just changed my whole life? And yeah. maybe at the end, the Boom. people, maybe I go through the whole story, and then the people don't find out the three words until the end. And the three words are, I, well, four words, I am your dad, four words, I am your dad. And then it kind of mm-hmm. goes back to where the story started in the beginning, how four words just changed my life. Girl, you got it. You got the whole thing. Yeah. The whole thing. Words. One last okay. thing that I ask that we do is that we continue to be in prayer over okay. the success of the book. And I ask that you pray creatively. So what that means is that we're not going in and saying, Lord, bless this book, bless the readers. We're imagining what exactly is going to take place, and we're praying from that aspect. So instead of saying, Lord, bless this book, and, you know, um, help us to sell at least 10 books a day and, you know, help allow it to go before great men for open doors, we're going to switch up and say, you know, God, we thank you that this book is a blessing to every reader that, you know, puts their hands on it. We thank you that the hearts are open to have already purchased it, and we thank you for uh, there being 100 copies sold each day, and that when it goes before great men, it impacts them and it impacts their family, and that it opens doors to TV uh, scripts where you be, where you will be glorified. Like, we, we're going to pray like that. Okay. Instead of um, intentional prayer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Got it. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Did you have any other questions? No, I'm just so should I just like start writing now and then like um, honey, every chance you get, you on the clock. Just okay. So there's kind of no guideline. Just write as much as my heart is. Anything that comes out, just write it, write it, write it, write it, write it, write it, write it. That's it. No editing. Okay. Don't do edi- okay. any editing because that stops okay. the flow. Just write. Just write. Just write whatever you feel, whatever you say. Even if you're like, you know what, I want to say that line a little differently. I want to say it like this. Then write that too. Like write okay. the line and then write the new line too. Just keep writing, writing, writing. Okay. And um, do it that way. When you do the Instagram, send me a friend request to Nazinga Jackson on Instagram. And then um, we're going to work. Okay, love. Okay. I'm Gary. Do what you I'm about to hop in the shower, see what these kids need, and get to my computer. (laughs) All right. Thank you so much. And I'll talk to you tomorrow. All righty. All right. God bless. All right. All right. Good night. Bye-bye.
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.